Chilson Motors with Gene Chilson, our sponsors of our Wax Farm Show podcast. At Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott and Chilson Chrysler Dodge, Jeep and Ram, we have an excellent selection of certified pre-owned Ram models to choose from. Purchase a certified Ram and receive our 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty and its factory-backed coverage from Ram. A certified Ram offers a great deal of confidence and peace of mind with a 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And we now have a great selection in stock and ready for immediate delivery. And ready to get those farm chores done. Absolutely. To see all the models, call, click, or visit Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott on the corner of Highway 27 and X or Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Business Highway 53 or visit us on the web at chilson.com. And remember, let our family take care of your family. Hey, did you know Bluff Country is located in Mondovi? And it's your locally owned hometown feed and seed supplier. Whether it's your pet or your business, they have the products and service that you need. They even offer agronomy services from seed to fertilizers and chemicals and even feed and forage sampling. Bluff Country Feed and Seed is your hometown feed and seed supplier. To learn more about Bluff Country, check out their website at bluffcountryfs.com. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. On Wax 104.5, I think that's a appropriate song for a Monday morning. I'm in a hurry. It was a long weekend. Oh, Jill, Saturday was just gorgeous out there. I think everybody was out and about on Saturday. I, I agree with you. I was out and about quite a bit. Yeah, it was just a beautiful day. Yesterday, I was, it was okay, but I thought it was kind of chilly out. Well, the wind definitely picked up, but boy, my yeah. ground dried out a lot and made <laughs> my calves run, 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 put their yes. tails in the air and go. Well, that's good. That's how they should be. You know, a little exercise, romping and running. Yep. Yeah. You know what else was running this morning? It's a four-letter word. It starts <laughs> with a D, has two E's and an R. Kristen's favorite oh. friends, the deer. So, number one through 14. 14 was a close call, but one through 13, they were off to the sides, minding their own business, happy deer. 14, things moved in my car. 15, oh, she was close. They are moving this morning. And all your stuff ended up on the floor, didn't oh, it? Oh, everything. I mean, my computer, my mouse, everything was strewn across my car. And I'm like, oh, I mean, there was some there was some screeching in those brakes this morning. That deer was moving. Good thing you have good maintenance on your brakes, well, so you don't have this course. problem. Of course, yes, I have to have good maintenance, especially <laughs> with this job. But yeah, it was deer are out and about moving. You know, we got spring fever happening. You know, the birds is in the movie Bambi would say they're twitter pated. Everything is out and about moving around, and pretty soon, within the next month or so, we're going to be seeing baby deer, those cute little fawns. So if you see the deer, kind of keep an eye out with the wet front coming in that we're getting. We're getting rain and more yucky stuff coming up later on in this week. We're not going to talk about, but keep an eye on those deer because they are moving. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's a Monday morning here at Wax 104.5. Kristen Smith and Jill Wilkie with you this morning. It's a beautiful morning out there. We're at 43 degrees right now in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, Menominee area. Looking at a mostly sunny day, 57 degrees. Tomorrow, 58. Wednesday, 60. 
one. And if you're just tuning in, 17 deer this morning was the count. Number 15 was the close call, but ha, I still managed to stop, and that deer is still living today. So that's some good news. But it is after 5 o'clock on 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. It's time this morning to check in with some news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. President Biden is taking new action to fight gun crime. In just hours, he'll reveal new rules on ghost guns, making it easier for the government to track them. The weapons are untraceable and can be made at home, with most parts bought legally online. And they continue to be used in more shootings, including at the Maryland High School in January. The state joined 10 others last week, along with the D.C., in banning or restricting the sale of ghost guns. White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says the U.S. is working around the clock to get weapons delivered to Ukraine. Appearing on NBC's Meet the Press, Sullivan responded to criticism from Ukraine's foreign minister that defensive aid was not arriving fast enough. Weapons are arriving every day, including today. Sullivan noted the U.S. was also coordinating the weapons deliveries of other countries as well. It looks like NATO is expanding. Finland and Sweden are considering joining as soon as this summer in a move prompted by the war in Ukraine. This would put two more members on and near Russia's border. NATO officials say the countries would be a huge asset, especially when it comes to intelligence sharing. The White House chief medical advisor is reminding Americans that COVID-19 is here to stay. Appearing on ABC's This Week, Dr. Anthony Fauci says we're now at the stage where it's up to individuals to decide the amount of risk that they're willing to take when it comes to getting infected. That there will be a level of infection. This is not going to be eradicated and it's not going to be eliminated. He urged everyone to get vaccinated and boosted, but noted the risk would never be zero. This comes as nearly 70 people have tested positive for COVID following the annual gridiron dinner in D.C. last weekend. Dr. Fauci stated that the public should not treat infections lightly. And Twitter isn't getting a new board member after all. Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk has turned down a seat after becoming the largest shareholder when he bought 9% of the company. He made that decision Saturday when he would have started. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. And that's a look at some of our morning news. We'll be checking up with our local news a little bit later on. But we've got a busy day at Wax. We've got another confirmed case of the highly contagious avian influenza. And we'll be talking about where that's located not too far away. We've got the numbers from the April World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates Report, and we've got some tickets on sale. So we'll be talking about that and a whole lot more coming up on Wax 104.5. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get to some news this morning before we get to our weather. And Jill, tell us about what's going on with the Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection. The Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Super Consumer Protection has identified avian influenza in a commercial poultry flock in Barron County. This is Wisconsin's fourth detection of avian influenza among domestic flocks. In an effort to prevent the spread of the disease, DATCAP issued an order last week immediately suspending poultry shows and exhibits through May 31, 2022. Poultry owners are asked to continue using strong biosecurity practices and, when possible, move their birds indoors. So when they're talking poultry, I guess a lot of people are wondering what is identified in poultry. Obviously, chickens, roosters, ducks, turkeys, turkeys, quail, quail. Anything that has feathers, I would assume. Well, I don't have feathers, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, but it's a nasty thing, and it's getting closer. We've got it in four counties now in Wisconsin. So it's it's here, folks. So 
keep an eye on that. And if you, when in doubt, ask. Just call your local agency, call your d- local department, call DATCAP. It's better to be safe than sorry. And I know that there's some spring swaps that happen too. So people, please be aware. We don't want this thing get spreading and spreading because that destroys so many birds. It does. But we got to keep moving this morning. We've got weather. That's coming up next. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we've got some lovely weather coming for you today. We've got a mostly sunny day planned for you. Thank you very much. 57 degrees tonight. Clear skies. Thank you, Jill. With a low of 34. Tomorrow is going to be cloudy, scattered showers. We'll blame that on Bob with a high of 58. Tomorrow night, thunderstorms, a low of 49. Wednesday, rain showers and 61 degrees. Wednesday night, rain and 30. Temperatures around the area right now, waking up in Nilsville, they're at 43 degrees. Medford's at 41. La Crosse is nice and toasty, 45. Marshfield's at 40. Green Bay, 46. Up in Rice Lake, 42. Wausau's at 45. Madison, the hot spot this morning, 53 degrees. Milwaukee, 47. And right here in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, Menominee area, we are at 43 degrees. And we've got your Skywarn 13 weather this morning brought to you by Marquardt Motors. Marquardt Motors would like to thank all their hardworking employees, customers, and a lot of, and their surrounding community for making Marquardt Motors the largest General Motors dealership in the state of Wisconsin. And we've got your morning markets. Those are coming up next. Brought to you by... Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer. But did you know they also offer competitive home, auto, business, and life insurance? They make it convenient to bundle your insurance while saving you time and money. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And our live cattle prices for this morning. Our choice fed beef steers are 134 to 144 with mixed at 110 to 133. Choice fed beef heifers are 122 to 143 with mixed at $1 to 121. Choice fed Holstein steers are 122 to 131 with selects at 97 to 121. Cows are 60 to 75 with a top of 78 to 113. Bulls are 70 to 112. Butcher hogs are coming in at 75 to 98. Sows are 70 to 83. With boars, it's 25 to 40. New crop market lambs are 165 to 215. And feeder lambs are 240 to 410. And looking at your mercantile exchange, live cattle for April, we're at 137.82. That's down 17 cents. June is at 133.82, down 27 cents. August is at 135.85, down a quarter. Feeder cattle for April's at 156.55, that's up 15 cents. May's at 159.37, down a dime. August is at 173.55, down 72 cents. Lean hogs for April's at 99.02, that's down 2 cents. May is at 108.42, that's up a dime. June is at 114.57, up 42 cents. And looking at the Chicago Board of Trade, July corn is up a nickel at 766, July oats up 4 at 760. July beans down two at sixteen sixty five. July soybean meal up two dollars and sixty cents to four sixty five twenty a ton. July wheat is up fourteen cents to ten seventy two. Looking at the dairy side, barrel cheese up 
five and a half cents to two thirty six and three quarters. Your blocks are up a penny to two thirty two. Double A grade butter is unchanged at two seventy eight and a quarter. And your class three futures for April are up a nickel at twenty four eighteen. May up fifteen cents to twenty four eighty five. June up a nickel to 24.64. July down a penny to 24.50. August up seven cents to 24.40. And the markets continued upward through 2023. So some good news on those morning markets this morning brought to you again by Rural Mutual Insurance. Joe Nichols, hard to be cool. And the best part about Joe Nichols, as if you are a avid listener, you have heard that Clark County Farm Tech Days is coming to Loyal, Wisconsin. Tickets are on sale now. This year's event will take place in Loyal at Rail Acres and Rustic Occasions July 12th, 13th, and 14th. You can purchase tickets for Farm Technology Days, Farm Tech Fest featuring Joe Nichols and Sawyer Brown, and on-site camping at www.farmtechfest.com, or you can go to www.wifarmtechdays.org, O-R-G. I would just go to Farm Tech Fest. It's easy, too. But that's some news this morning. And also, we've got some numbers from the World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates Report. And Russia's recent military action in Ukraine significantly increased the uncertainty of the supply and demand conditions. For wheat, supplies are stable. Projected 21-22 ending stocks are raised to 25 million Raised up 25 million bushels to 678 million, but are still 20% lower than last year. The projected season average farm price is raised 10 cents per bushel to $7.60 a bushel. This would be the highest average farm price since 2012 and 13. This month's corn outlook is for offsetting changes to feed and residual use and corn use for ethanol production with unchanged ending stocks. Corn used to produce ethanol is raised 25 million bushels, and ending stocks are unchanged at 1.44 billion bushels. The season average farm price is raised 15 cents to $5.80 a bushel. And for soybeans, soybean exports are raised 25 million bushels to 2.12 billion bushels, partly offsetting lower exports from Brazil, Ukraine, and Russia. Soybean ending stocks are projected at 260 million bushels. That's down 25 million from last month. And your season average soybean price forecast is unchanged this month at $13.25 a bushel. So some pretty good news there. And then we've got your milk production forecast for this year is raised because of higher dairy cow numbers. Price forecasts for cheese and butter were raised from the previous month on tighter stocks and firm demand. And with the higher cheese price more than offsetting a lower whey price, the Class 3 and Class 4 prices were raised. The price, the 2022 all-milk price forecast is increased to $25.80 per hundredweight. So we'll keep you up to date on that. We'll get another report coming out in May, but overall, some pretty good numbers. So we're happy with that. We're going to be hearing from Bob Bosel coming up next on Wax. He had a chance to speak with Rick and Amsky with the Wisconsin Farmers Union. So stay tuned. You'll be hearing from Rick and Bob coming up next. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, we've about wrapped up all of the annual meetings as far as farmers' calendars are concerned. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Now it's time for execution and carrying some of those annual meeting directives out. And, Bob, we've got a lot of folks in leadership positions that are ready to get to it as well as taking care of business at the home farm themselves. 
And some are new in their positions, Pam, that's for sure. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. The Wisconsin Farmers Union has a new president. It's Rick Adamski. He's a farmer from Shawano County. He's been a Farm Bureau or Farmers Union member, rather, for many years. And for the last few years, he has aspired to be the group's president and to tackle the issues in agriculture. I've been on the board of directors for six years. I was reelected for another term this year and uh, became elected president at our board reorganization meeting in February. So what was your desire to be the president as far as were there some specific issues that you wanted to have more in the forefront or why did you want to lead this organization? Um, I think that the, this organization is remarkable, what it's done and the history that it is and I just believe that there's uh, for a strong organization to thrive and prosper there needs to be regular reorganization and uh, different leadership. I've got great respect for Darren and all the work that he's done. The staff has done remarkable stuff. We've got some remarkable members and so it's just a brilliant and vibrant organization and I want to be a part of that more. And uh, before we go any farther, you and Darren are very good friends. Darren is still very much involved in the organization. This wasn't a, a palace coup, so to speak, at all. No, not at all. And he knew that, uh, and I've been running for president each of the last few years, and uh, I, I reached out to him right after. I introduced him or invited him to do a shared leadership, so he's still going to be representing Wisconsin Farmers Union at our F Farmers Union Enterprises and Farmers Union Industries in Minnesota. And he's still on the state board. He still is on the state board. He's the vice president. Well, let's uh, talk about uh, some of the priority issues uh, that you have, obviously. Well, tell me about your operation in Shawano County first and where you see the farming, uh, the Farmers Union fitting in to, to help your organization be better. Our, our farm is 240 acres in southeastern Shawano County. We live in Maple Grove Township, and we have a certified organic farm. It's been in the Adamski family since 1900. Uh, our, I'm the third generation, and our, our son and his fiancée are the fourth generation. Currently, we do a lot of grass-fed beef and uh, direct marketing of those uh, 30 cows and the offspring from them. Andrew and Heather have uh, diversified the farm in the last four years. They now sell direct market fresh vegetables on about 16 acres. Uh, they have about 40 hogs and uh, a thousand laying hens. So a very diversified operation and uh, uh, been active in Wisconsin Farmers Union for at least a dozen years. And of course the Wisconsin Farmers Union represents family farmers and, and the ideals of what you have on your farm in Shawano County. So where would you like to, to strengthen that as far as legislation, as far as policy is concerned? What are the main issues? If you're going to tick one, two, three, Rick, what would they be? Number one is always the concentration in agriculture. We've got to confront that. We've got to great, create a diverse agriculture and uh, strengthen the uh, medium-sized farms and the small farms so that we can have a resilient system. We, ex we were exposed to the fragility of concentrated agriculture during the outset of pandemic, where a lot of the flow of processes and foods were limited by 
uh, being butchered, cattle being butchered in only central locations. And when those bottlenecks were limited, uh, then there was a limited amount of access to those markets. We are always concentrated on conservation issues. And so we advocate for the uh, conservation security program and equip, and we want to see those funding levels increased by the, both the state and federal level. Um, those conservation issues, as well as anything to do with rural broadband, rural quality of life, those are the three ones that we're focusing on. We've got a farm bill coming up. Are you confident that this farm bill is going to be family farm oriented or, again, the concentration in agriculture that you talked about? we got some possibly false numbers out there because of all the COVID aid that went out in the country. There are some challenges. Bob, you've got to hit the nail on the head. There are a lot of issues that are misleading about what's out there right now, and we have to overlook those and uh, get to the, the core. And the core is that we want, as I said just prior, that we want a diversified agriculture to make it resilient. We need to have a strong dairy policy, and that's why we're speaking today with a dairy revitalization meeting going on. And we were trying to bring together Farm Bureau, other farm organization, professional dairy producers, and others that are going to work together to create a vibrant, strong uh, dairy policy and uh, a vibrant agriculture so that we can uh, create a, a strong possibility for family farms to thrive and survive in the future. As we get into that farm bill discussion, I would assume you'll be spending some time in Washington, D.C., talking to legislators on both sides of the aisle. You're representing the Farmers Union and farmers. What uh, will be the, the method that you do it to get them to see the importance of family farm agriculture because uh, we don't have many farmers in Congress? That's right. And I think that um, the whole dialogue, I think that the, the division in our country today is very real. I think uh, we have to enter into those dialogues with a spirit of curiosity. Rather than trying to win, we have to go into a spirit of curiosity so as we can have a meaningful dialogue, try to first understand what it is that we agree on, and then from that agreement, then work on the details of how we can, uh, on the points that we disagree on, how much we can compromise and come up with a good solution for all. And that's Rick Adamski with the Wisconsin Farmers Union this morning. And thank you so much, Bob, for talking with him. Always interesting stuff with Wisconsin Farmers Union and what they do for the farmers. And we've got to keep them moving this morning. We've got your morning markets coming up next. We've got Rocky Olson from Premier. Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean is excited to welcome spring and all the opportunity it brings. And as you think about what you're planting in your fields, Chippewa Valley Bean wants you to consider growing a crop of kidney beans. Kidney beans are a great addition to your rotation and bring great value back to your farm. If you're looking for new opportunities for your farm, give their agronomist Ben a call at 715-556-1930. That's 715-556-1930. Or visit them at cvbean.com. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's time to check in with our morning markets. We're going to head over to Rocky Olson at Premier Livestock. Good morning, Rocky. Good morning. So, how was your weekend? Did you have a nice time? It was. It was a little less rain this weekend, which was kind of nice. A little more sunshine. Yes. 
Saturday was definitely the best day of the weekend. By far. Yes. Well, catch us up. You've got a busy week planned, and yeah, we got to keep moving. So catch me up. What's going on over at Premier this week? Uh, thank you, Kristen. Good morning, everyone. This is our last week's market shaped up here at Premier Livestock. We had a busy week selling over 3,000 head of livestock. Fed cattle sold steady. High choice and prime Holstein steers, 121 to 133. Uh, select and low choice, 110 to 120. Choice B steers and heifers, 126 to 137. Uh, market cows traded strong. High yielding cows from 81 all the way up to 99. Other cows, uh, most cows from 68 to 80. Market bulls high yielding from 95 to a dollar 17 lower yielding bulls 94 and down organic market cows sold every monday high yielding cows from 88 to a dollar 7 lower yielding lightweight cows 87 and down newborn holstein bull calves strong mostly from 135 to 295 per head uh, beef calves 175 all the way up to 450 per head holstein heifer calves 10 to 35 special feeder cattle auction held here last tuesday we sold over 800 head of feeder cattle a very strong market most of the new crop beef calves 135 all the way up to 195 yearlings mostly 125 to 175. Most Holstein steers traded from $1.05 to $1.45. We sold over 100 bred beef cows, uh, mostly from 1100 to 1750 uh, dairy cattle auction held last Wednesday. Top Supreme Fresh cows brought 2,500 all the way up to 3,000. Uh, we saw many other good cows from 14 to 2,400. Top Spring and Heifers 15 to 2,100. This week, uh, Wednesday, we got another dairy cattle auction. Uh, we do have four complete herd dispersals. Uh, we have tie stall cows and we have parlor free stall cows. Some very nice cattle uh, selling this Wednesday. More detailed information on those and upcoming auctions at Premier Livestock and Auction. Com. Uh, next machinery auction coming up will be June 17th. Questions? Give us a call at Premier 715-229-2500, and that's how it shaped up, Kristen. Wow, and June is not that far away. It seems like it, but it's really not. It's not. But by the time uh, we get into field work and haying, if you got some time, we're telling people, go ahead and bring us some equipment if you got it. Oh, I definitely would, too. Yeah, get that out there, and you never know. People are going to need new equipment for their own purposes, too. So, yeah, bring them over, buy new. It'll all be fun. There you go. All Have right. a good one. Thanks, Rocky. You, too. There he goes, Rocky Olson, over at Premier Livestock this morning. And we've got weather, news, markets, a whole lot more coming up. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, and speaking of soil, we did go out this morning and try the temperature, and the ground is still frozen. We can't get the thermometer in the ground, but at least we still checked. So that's some good news and bad news. Bad news is if the ground is too hard to get a thermometer in, you can't plant. And it's a little early for that yet. We still got snow looking like it's going to be coming this way, and we're going to find out right now what that weather is going to do. We're going to head over to our Skywarn 13 meteorologist, Mike D'Andrea. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Kristen. How are we doing? We are doing fabulous. I loved that you finally took my order on Saturday and gave us nice weather. <laughs> yeah, you know, I figured it's it's about that time. But uh, then, you know, I've gotten some mixed reviews and some people saying, well, they prefer the cold. Oh, well, I'm kidding about that. I but, would uh... say. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, all I know is is that the deer are moving this morning. 17 deer on my drive-in. Oh Number my 15 gosh. was a close call. So that means good weather, but that also means we've got 
weather coming in. So catch us up. What's all going on out there for weather-wise? Yeah, lots to unpack this week. So for today, we'll have mainly cloudy conditions in the early morning, but it'll give way to sunshine later on. But it will be rather breezy with winds between about 10 to 15 miles per hour with occasional gusts of 25 to 30 miles per hour. But our temperatures will warm up fairly nicely once we do see that sunshine getting into the upper 50s. Later tonight, mostly clear conditions will give way to temperatures dipping to around the mid-30s. Going into tomorrow, though, we'll start to see some clouds roll in out ahead of our next weather maker, which will bring us some scattered showers at first, and then the potential for some thunderstorms later on in the evening and into the overnight as well, with our temperatures once again getting back into the upper 50s. Going into tomorrow night, the possibility for, again, some thunderstorms rolling through the overnight into Wednesday morning and giving way to just some showers on Wednesday, likely staying mostly dry going into Wednesday evening with our highs getting into the upper 50s and potentially those low 60s once again. Chances for showers really continue on through about Wednesday night with our lows dipping to around the freezing point and then possibly a few snowflakes trying to work their way in by Thursday as our temperatures drop drastically only our highs only getting into the upper 30s with some breezy southwest winds between 20 to 25 miles per hour with occasional gusts upwards of 40 miles per hour and going into the rest of the work week well it looks like our temperatures likely not escaping the 30s and if we do only getting into about the low 40s not much relief going into easter weekend as well with temperatures only getting into about the low to mid 40s right now in eau claire we're looking at mostly cloudy conditions and a temperature of 42 degrees i'm sky 113 meteorologist mike dandria well, you really hopped to that one. I was going to ask you, what's the weather forecast on Easter for the Easter Bunny? And you just hopped right in on that. That was very clever saying hopping in. I, uh-huh. I really appreciate that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here comes Peter Cottontail. He'll be really beating feet this year. Yeah, with uh, some snow on his tail, possibly. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't need that. But uh, No, we don't. It's Wisconsin. Wait five minutes and the weather will change. That is big facts right there. <laughs> All right, Mike, thanks so much. You have a great day. Thanks, you too. There he goes. That's our Skywarn 13 meteorologist, Mike Dandria. And your Skywarn 13 weather is brought to you by Mark Court Motors. Mark Court Motors has the largest pre-owned inventory in the area with pre-owned selections arriving daily. Check them out on the lot or at markcourtmotors.com. And it's that time of the morning. We get to hear from Miss Morgan McCarthy with our news. Good morning, Morgan, and catch us up. What's going on this morning? Good morning. Well, here's what we're learning today. Coming back into a brand new week, we plug in with going off the rails and no one's saying exactly when the train cars that jumped the tracks in Altoona will be cleaned up, but we do know nobody was hurt when those 12 cars derailed over the weekend. Happened Saturday. The Union Pacific Railroad says that the cars were empty when they went off the tracks Saturday afternoon. There is an investigation into that derailment as well. We looked at I-94 being back open in Dunn County after a pair of crashes affecting traffic for a few miles. Now, the first was yesterday morning and it blocked the left lane of eastbound I-94 about a mile before the Highway 25 exit to Menominee. That second crash happened about two hours later and then blocked the right lane of traffic westbound on I-94 about a mile past the county Q exit to Knapp. Nobody seriously hurt in either crash, but it did take crews a few hours to clean each accident scene. We approach the bench with the Wisconsin Supreme Court having a big week. Justices will hear arguments about school gender policies and ballot drop boxes. This, as it was pen to paper heading into the weekend, Governor Evers signing numerous bills, but he did Veto nine Republican-authored bills related to elections. The Democratic governor was pretty clear on his intentions weeks ago as those bills did near final action in the legislature. It's our democracy that's on the line. And, and if, we, if we make it more difficult for eligible people to vote, 
uh, then that's going to be a problem for me. Republicans call the measure common sense, with the bills included one which changed voting regulations for the disabled and nursing home residents, another that would have given lawmakers the ability to withhold funding and positions from the Wisconsin Elections Commission. And it's a break on the beaks. Bird shows and poultry shows have been delayed until the end of May here in our state. That's because of avian flu, and now it hits close to home. Detected in Barron County, the State Department of Ag says that they confirmed flu in a commercial flock in Barron County, and that will mean depopulating that as well. In all, over 48,000 birds were put down because of new outbreaks, and Wisconsin continues to keep an eye on those, and you're asked to report anything that looks like maybe flu-like symptoms as that avian flu makes the spread, not just here in Wisconsin, but around the country. And some people keep those chickens as pets, but whether it's beak, fins, feathers, or fur, another reason to celebrate your bestie, right, Mark? April the 11th marks National Pet Day across the U.S., Pet owners are encouraged to give their cats extra catnip, their dogs extra treats, to hang with their hamsters, to bond with their bunnies, even to snuggle with your snake. I'm Mark Mayfield. Well, we know Kristen has no love lost for those deer, but Jill keeps counting the calves on her farm and property. I wonder if that counts as pet day. You're listening to the Midwest Farm Show right here. And then shortly after 6, Alex Edwards, my uh, my own pet, comes in and we try to keep those plates in the air for you with the Wax Morning Show. We're back at it live local and with you on a Monday here on Wax 104.5. Wax 104. So we've got all kinds of fun stuff this morning. We've got, <laughs> you've got your cows. I've got my deer. Morgan's got Alex. You can have the snake, though. Oh, I ain't taking that. Uh-uh. Someone nope. else can have that. I'll take my deer any day over a snake. Uh, and spiders. You can, I'll share this. You can have them, too. I'll take the spiders. Oh. I don't mind those. But you get the snakes. I'm not taking oh, the snakes. No. We'll, we'll, we'll give them to Alex. Oh, you know, okay. I think that's a better thing. Or even Bob. Bob can have them. Yeah, I don't need those. But, I'll, keep, I'll keep my calves. Yes. But National Pet Day, so... You know, give your dog a little extra scratching behind the ear. You know, the kitten, give a little extra food, too. Parrots, parakeets, whatever kind of pet you have. Maybe it's your spouse. Who knows? But enjoy the day for Pet Day. And we've got a busy morning yet. We've got morning markets. We've got some more weather. Busy day at Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's time to take a look at our morning market this morning. We're going to head over to the Equity Altoona Barn and check in with Jim Lindsay. Choice beef steers and heifers dollar fifteen to a dollar thirty three. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers dollar ten to a dollar thirty two. I link choice and prime Holstein steers dollar twenty to a dollar thirty one. Choice Holstein steers dollar ten to a dollar nineteen. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers dollar nine and down. Top twenty percent of the cull cows sold from eighty to ninety two. We had a top of ninety two and a half. Sixty percent of the cows sold from sixty seven to seventy nine. The bottom twenty percent of the cows sold from sixty six and down. We are selling organic cattle on Tuesdays at the El Tuna Market. Please have all cattle and appropriate paperwork to the barn by 11 a.m. the day of sale. Our next special feeder sale is April 22nd. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the El Tuna Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in El Tuna. Have a great day. Thanks, Jim. You too. And that was Jim Lindsay over at the Equity Altoona Barn. And now we're going to head over to the Equity Stratford Barn and check in with Mr. Jerry Fitzgerald. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Kristen, a very good morning to you and Jill. And uh, we've got a nice warm morning compared to some days when we've uh, opened this early in the morning. 40 degrees here. And, uh, well, uh, I don't know. But I didn't look at that. Well, I guess 
going to say is I didn't have my rain gauge out, so I don't know if we got any rain overnight or not. But uh, we're on the road to spring, but it's uh, going to be a long road because, boy, the fields are wet. And uh, I think this is probably going to be into the maple syrup. But uh, in April, and uh hope you're looking forward to stuff. But uh, like you were talking before, uh, input costs are going to be high. And uh, you had some adventures coming in, too, this morning, huh? Oh, yeah. It was a busy deer morning. It was... They're moving. So if you're out on the roads, they are moving this morning. We've got that front coming in, and the moon was out, and clear skies otherwise. And yeah, well, at keeps least you on it's your good toes. To hear that they, the wolves haven't gotten all the deer yet. Oh, so exactly. Yes, we. They don't need to well, be bothering my deer. Do you have to. You'll have to tell Bob. Drive in to minimize. Uh, you know, build an accident. You'll just have to fly on the wax helicopter. Oh, I like that idea. Yes. Well, maybe the private well, anyway, jet. You better get folks on what's going on over here at Equity. I thank you and and Jill. Good morning, everyone. And this will be the sales schedule this week here at Equity Stratford. We do have a week on tap, and we'll get it for you. We get started this morning at nine thirty a.m. Uh, market cattle on Monday here, uh, of course. Conventional market cows, fed cattle bulls. Eleven thirty this morning. We'll do those baby calves. We'll finish up with the market cattle later on this afternoon. Now, Tuesday will be a very busy day. We do have the hay auction that does start at tomorrow. Uh, 11 o'clock, we'll have the dairy auction. We've got another uh, berry sale here uh, this week at Stratford. We've got a very nice consignment of 65 Holstein milk cows bringing heifers. Coming from an overstocked dairy, Car- cows are parlor trained, parlor milked uh, in a parlor, of course. They are bedded, pre-stall house bedded with sand, all AI bread. Catalog is available, so go on our uh, uh, a website, Equity Stratford website. Uh, there's a link there. You can log for that sale tomorrow, folks. If you're looking for some really good cows, be tomorrow, 11 o'clock. Uh, following the uh, dairy auction tomorrow, we'll sell market cows, organic market cows on Tuesday, on Wednesday, uh, marketing day on Wednesday, including all the market cattle, sheep, hog, and goats, feeder cattle sale. We've got a big feeder cattle sale app for Wednesday. We've got a lot of Holstein steers. Uh, Already consigned. We got a one owner consignment of over 50 Holsteins. They're going to weigh around nine to a thousand. Fully vaccinated on silage. Also got a consignment of white parks. Uh, if you folks are looking for those, uh, you don't see those every day. And we also have another consignment of Hereford and Red Angus cross tiers and heifers. So, here's your cattle for Wednesday. Thursday auction does start at 11. Like I said, a very busy week on tap. We've got a lot of information on our website. And if uh, certainly interested in those, uh, very nice herd of cows, like I said. Make sure you click on the website. Our catalog is available. And I guess that's all we have this morning. We will uh, be back here to uh, folks an update, how the markets are trending here. And uh, everyone you talk to, they're just, uh, everybody's just itching to get in the field. But it's, uh, on the heavy soils around here, it's going to be a while. But uh, we'll get there. And uh, I just hope we don't have too much of this nasty stuff. Talk about possible hail, I heard, huh? Uh, we don't need that. No, no, we certainly don't. So, anyway, you ladies have a nice day, and I'll be back here tomorrow morning, like I said, to give an update on the prices from today's auction. And uh, with that, uh, turn it back to you. Sounds good. Thanks so much, Jerry. Have a great day. You also. Thank you. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald, over at the Stratford Equity Barn. And we've got more markets. We've got Michelle from Terrain Livestock coming in next. Eau Claire Memorial Crematory, serving families since 1982. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, it's time to 
to check in with some morning markets this morning. We're going to head over to Tareen Livestock and check in with Michelle. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Kristen. So I think I really shocked you off air just now. From when I used to be on air full time, I remember I was just like, something big is happening in Michelle's life, like in May. You have a great memory. (laughs) And I was like, isn't it like Cinco de Mayo? And what's coming up on that day? My anniversary. I can't believe you remembered it. But it is a, it is a, you know, Cinco de Mayo, you know, kind of blends in all with the whole thing. So, well, and I think Bob has it like, you know, permanently plastered on his wall downstairs that says Michelle's big day. Oh, it has balloons, and when you walk past it, it like shoots off confetti. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. So, are you planning? Bob has a lot of things marked. (laughs) Oh wow! So, are you planning anything special? You got a whole month to plan. Uh, Yeah, nothing yet. So we'll have to we'll have to get on that. We'll have to work on that a little bit. Well, I depends on the weather. Well, you know, and I was thinking about that too. I would suggest tickets to Farm Technology Days Farm Tech Fest. It's in July. Little nicer weather, warmer, mm-hmm. not so chilly. You know, just an like idea. a Valentine's Day thing. Well, <laughs> buy extra tickets, invite friends. <laughs> okay, there you go. You're a great promoter. You bet. <laughs> Thank you. All right, uh-huh. well, Michelle, catch us up. What's all going on over at Tureen? All right. Thank you, Kristen. Summing up the week of April 4th at Tureen Livestock Market and the Slaughter Market, we topped at 90 and a half. 80% of the cows, so from 67 and above. Market cows were 77 to 88. Low yielding cows, 67 to 76. Then in wheat cows, 65 and lower. In the Holstein steer market choice, 118 to 128. Select for 116 and down. For beef type steers and heifers, choice in prime, 120 to 136. Select for 118 and lower. In the bull market, high yielding beef types came in at 86 to 102 with the utilities at 82 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull cows sold from $100 to $286 per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, $30 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were $10 to $55 per head. Beef beef cross calves, $100 to $375 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butchers. Sows were $77 to $85 and a half. Boards were $35 and a half and down. Our next sale will be today. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have any questions or you need trucking, give us a call at the market. At 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all of us at Train Livestock, your family owned in that party market. Have a great day. You too. And your anniversary, just to let you know, is on a Thursday this year. Oh, is it really? Oh, wow. You're just on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> close, close to the weekend. <laughs> exactly. It's very close. So. But now you, you know exactly what it is. So when your husband comes home and says, you don't even know our anniversary, you can say, it's on a Thursday, honey. I'd probably be the one reminding him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, Michelle, yeah, well, right? you have a great day, and we will catch you later. You too. Take care. You too. There she goes, Michelle, over at Tureen Livestock this morning. And we've still got a busy morning at Wax. We're going to touch base on our morning markets on the Chicago Board of Trade. We've got your July corn up a nickel at 766. July oats up four at 760. July beans down two at 1665. July soybean meal up $2.60 a ton to 465.20 a ton. July wheat up 14 at 1072. Country elevators in the area. Golden Plump in Arcadia is at 716 for corn. Baldwin, Elmwood, Fall Creek, 686 for corn, 1594 for beans. Durand is at 683 and 1594. Mondovi's at 688 for corn, 1594 for beans. Osseo's at 691 and 1594. Stevens Point is at 1585 for beans. 
Elk Mound is at 702 and 1610. Sparta, 708 and 1599. Ellsworth is at 681 for corn, 1581 for beans. Ethanol plants in the area. Boyceville's at 718. Stanley at 722. New Richmond at 717. And looking at the dairy side, barrel cheese up five and a half cents to 236 and three quarters. Your blocks are up a penny to 232. Your double A grade butter unchanged at 278 and a quarter. And your class three futures for April up a nickel to 2418. May up 15 to 2485. June up a nickel to 2464. July down a penny to 2450. August up seven cents to 2440. And the markets continued upward trending into 2023. Hopefully you're spending some time in the machine shed getting things ready when we go full speed ahead with our spring planning. Dr. Dan Undersander is with us on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. Dan, of course, our state forage specialist for so many years. And, Dan, I've talked to different agronomists about getting the corn planters ready, but uh, there are other machines we should be paying attention to, right? Absolutely, Bob. We end up essentially wasting a lot of seed by not having our feeders, uh, drill or brilliant or whatever, uh, in good shape. Uh, and this is becoming more important as the cost of the seed is increasing. So it is something that we should pay attention to. The first thing we should really check is to make sure that each metering device at the bottom of the seed box is putting out approximately the same amount of seed. Uh, I've looked at many drills where they were old and worn and you would see uh, one row putting out maybe twice as much seed as the row adjacent to it. And so it really is worthwhile to kind of check that output of each uh, uh, meter at the bottom of the seed box. And and if the machine is too worn or old and you don't want to replace them, it might be a good time to hire somebody to do the planting for you. The other thing that should be checked uh, with drills is check the uh, depth control and are the discs putting the seed at the same depth? Are the springs in good shape? And then uh, is it being followed up appropriately with a press wheel? Between the difference in the metering boxes and with drills particularly in the adjustments, uh, this is where when you drive by fields in the spring, uh, you'll see skips maybe 50 to 100 feet long in rows while the row on either side is is fine. That difference can be due to the depth the seed was put in. It can also be due to the amount that is is put out into the field. Uh, so do pay attention to this. Uh, uh, now those skips may come in later if it was just a depth issue or it, it may not and you may start with a thinner field. But again, I can't check, uh, say enough to be sure to check those metering devices. We had one person that filled up his drill, and a hundred and some acres later, he went back to check his drill, and it was still full of seed. The tubes were blocked, and he hadn't checked that. So uh, they can be completely blocked, as in the case of this farmer, and you'll have perennially skipped rows across the field, or they can simply be metering at different rates because the metering devices are worn. Again, uh, this is a good time to check that. If you have concerns about your cedar, it might be worthwhile to hire somebody to do the planting for you and get the appropriate seeding rate and appropriate seed placement. So as always, 
Prior proper planning prevents, you know, the rest of it. Dr. Dan Undersander with us again this morning. Again, get out in the shed and check those uh, grain drills, the cedars, and make sure they are working. Dan Undersander, our Ford specialist, on our next Grow Alfalfa update program. We're at 43 degrees right now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls, Menominee area, looking at a mostly sunny day today with a high of 57, tonight down to 34. Tomorrow, cloudy, some scattered showers, 58 degrees. Tomorrow night, thunderstorms, 49 Wednesday rain shower 61, Wednesday night some rain. So enjoy the weather today, get out and about, and have a great Monday. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report, available at waxradio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi. On-demand content at waxradio.com. Hit it.